it's New Year's Eve 2019. All over the country, families are celebrating, friends are hugging, and you're looking forward to all that 2020 has in store. Glastonbury's got the best lineup ever, and you'll be catching up with the lads at the Mod Weekend in Bristol. Oh, that trip to Vienna is just around the corner, and there's going to be endless days of mayhem with the grandchildren. But then, lockdown. The COVID-19 pandemic has brought bereavement, isolation, loss of income and fear. It's triggered mental health conditions worldwide and exasperated existing ones. According to the WHO, critical mental health services have been disrupted in 93% of countries, while the demand for these services just continues to grow as more and more people face increased levels of alcohol and drug use, insomnia, and anxiety. And you're feeling it too. You're on a roller coaster of emotions and you just can't see an end in sight. But there's one thing you've found that helps take that edge off. One thing that helps you relax, puts a smile on your face and keeps you connected to others, even during isolation. Music. Part of the It's About Time series, this is last night a DJ saved my mental health. Hi everyone, my name is Bobby, Bobby Owens. I'm married, two children, five grandchildren, and I'm a volunteer puppy walker for the guide dogs. I belong to the Royal Court Community Choir and their acting group, and still feeling funny comedy group. Why am I doing this podcast? Well, I can't sing, I can't act, I struggle making people laugh. So let's give the podcast a go. But on a serious note, we want to look at how music affects people's mental health during lockdown. So on a musical theme, our podcast is called Last Night, a DJ Saved My Mental Health. We'll be looking at how music helps to keep us in tune with ourselves and just sharing what we have found helpful during the strangest of years. Now, I'm no expert, but I know a man who is. Our guest today is J.P. McWinnon. Jay is a performing arts practitioner, choir director, musician, founder of Torrid Star Productions, he currently runs three community choirs, works for the Royal Court Theatre, and is an associate tutor in musical theatre for Edge Hill University. Jay, welcome. Hello, Bobby. Could I just ask you to explain what you do as a choir master so our listeners can understand? Of course. Um, well, the main thing uh, that I concentrate when I run my community choirs is just the feel-good factor, really. So um, I believe um, that you can involve yourself in singing, but also it has to be fun um, and you have to really enjoy it. So uh, my choirs are maybe slightly different from other choirs, which is very kind of standstill, read the music and sound beautiful. Um, and I just prefer that everyone has a really good 
time and a really good uh, good sense of achievement because I think when you enjoy singing, um, the people will enjoy listening to you. So it's all about feeling good for me and, uh, and improving the well-being of those that are singing. So why do you think music has such a positive effect on us, you know, and our physical and mental well-being? Well, you know, Bobby, lots of people don't realize, but there's actually a lot of surprising health benefits um, with singing, uh, physical and mental. Um, so as far as the ones that I know, um, for example, it can actually help to strengthen your immune system. And actually, there was a really good um, research that was conducted by the University of Frankfurt. And they said that the study... Um, they tested on the blood of the choir members before and after uh, an hour-long rehearsal singing Mozart's Requiem. Um, and what they noticed is that the proteins of their immune system, um, which function as antibodies, um, they were significantly higher immediately after a rehearsal rather than just listening to the singing. So it actually can boost your immune system uh, as well as, uh, as the singing benefits, uh, like mental ones. But there's so many other like physical benefits. It's actually a bit of a workout, you know, when you do a <laughs> bit of singing with me, as you probably know, Bobby. Um, but um, what's really good is that it's an expansion of the rib cage and you're exercising the intercostal muscles, the diaphragm, of <clears> course, <throat> and all of these breathing systems uh, which are being constantly exercised. So it's really good for breathing and for the internal organs. Um, which is good. And it also improves your posture. Uh, and everyone's posture is, is generally better after singing. And surprisingly, um, the heart rate also gets synchronized. So if you have like 30 people singing together, by the end of that session, everybody's heart rate will be at the same level, um, which is amazing. And also, um, I, I didn't know this for a while, but what's interesting is it can also help you sleep <laughs> because um, one of the things that it can do is strengthen the throat and the palate muscles, um, which help stop snoring. So if you're a bit of a snorer, uh, perhaps it's best that you do a bit of singing too. So there's lots of like physical ones, but um, mental uh, effects that, that can really help you. Um, singing's like a natural antidepressant. Um, because what happens when you sing is that you release endorphins, the feel-good chemicals that um, make you feel uplifted and happy. Um, and actually, scientists have found that there's a tiny, tiny organ in the ear called the sacculus, which responds to the frequencies created by singing. And um, the response creates like an immediate sense of pleasure regarding whether you sound good. Um, you're actually building up like your endorphins and it just makes you feel so much better after. Um, and that includes, of course, lowering stress levels as well. So I have a lot of people that come to me in my choir after a long day um, and they're feeling perhaps a bit stressed or, you know, the worried about the day. And then afterwards, they just feel so good. And it's like people are walking out with a, a lift in their step. So it's quite nice, really. Um, so there's so many other different things, but really I, I like to try and make people feel like they're in a safe place um, and that you can really feel the happiness and the social engagement, which of course has been lacking, of course, during recent times. Um, but I'm still finding that quite a lot of people are still coming to me for either singing lessons or for being an online choir because it really helps with them for their mental well-being. That's, that's very interesting now because everything you've said there, I genuinely do agree with. However, 
thinking about a negative side of things, when I've been doing your virtual choirs at home and all the practice and the voice training, and I was a bit shy at first. Then as I started to enjoy it, I'd be walking around the house practicing all sorts, but it didn't have that effect on my family. They started covering their ears and started reaching for stress counseling, listening to me, but maybe that's something to do with me. I don't know. Well, at least let's hope they, they were appreciating that you were enjoying yourself. And if you're enjoying yourself, then uh, that that's infectious. <laughs> yeah. I, on a genuine side, yeah, they did it. They did understand what I was doing. But I've got another little question here is, how can I put this? The impact that music has on our well-being, singing my way to happiness is a phrase that's often used. But does singing really make us happy? Well, um, my belief is that, yes, it, it can. Um, now, it also depends on what you're singing, of course, as well. Um, but as, as a kind of physical aspect, um, as I said before, it does help physically. Uh, one thing that really helps when you're singing is uh, your vibration of your voice also affects the body, too. And I always say that sometimes our bodies are like uh, a bag of flour. Um, and sometimes if you have just put that bag of flour in the back of the cupboard and left it, um, it can get a little bit maybe even like moldy or, but it can get quite tight. And all you need to do is shake up that bag of flour again to release its goodness. And um, that's all about vibration. And of course, singing and frequency is all about vibration. So if you're singing uh, in the shower or in the car or just walking around your flat or wherever, then you're vibrating your body, which is releasing the endorphins. And it actually can really make you feel en energized. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Tell me, what, what songs do you find uplift you the most? Well, it's a very hard question for me to answer, actually, because I'm, I'm a big fan of many, many uh, musical genres and songs. Um, I like, personally, I like the songs that have um, a really good um, lyric to them or a good story, um, ones that tell a story um, as well. I mean, uh, artists like uh, Sarah Bareilles, which um, she was the composer of the musical Waitress. Um, she's written some really good songs that empower you and uplift you. Um, like the song called Brave, which is all about um, you know not not being afraid to to speak out or sing out and and just be yourself. And I think it's those songs that remind us, you know, um, of of how we can lead a positive life um, and enjoy ourselves at the same time that really benefit us from singing them. Hmm. Do you know while we were in lockdown, did you get any stories fed back to you how people have been? you've lifted people up with them or anything of that nature? Absolutely. Um, there's been quite a lot, actually. Um, so uh, one of the things that uh, I was quite surprised to hear was um, those that have been in lockdown that haven't been able to leave the house, um, that perhaps live on their own, um, have kind of seen uh, the benefits of, of, of what I'm offering to them online as a kind of lifeline, really, um, a, a moment just to feel connected with someone. Because the way that I've been um, operating during this lockdown is um, not, not necessarily the same way as other choir directors. So as far as I'm aware, a lot of choirs have tried to do live online uh, choir sessions via Zoom, for example, or even Facebook. 
Um, but that's just been two hours of their uh, time and then off they go. But I've been uh, really concentrating on recording the content um, so that they have it to listen to again and again or whenever they want. Um, and the way that I kind of operate my choirs is um, very much a kind of on a one-to-one -one directly speaking to them. Um, and I feel like a lot of people have benefited from having that connection, uh, not just to me, but to the choir themselves. Because for many people, um, I know many people who, who this relates to, um, that going to a choir session has been really the only outlet that they've been able to get to um, per week. And so when it started back in March, when we were having to cancel our sessions, I know a lot of people were thinking, oh, what am I going to do now? Um, I've got nowhere to go. Or, um, the only thing I was excited about is gone. And for them, it's been a bit of a lifeline. So I'm really happy that I've been able to offer at least some connection to what they've enjoyed during this time. Mm. Well, I'll just take this opportunity while you mentioned that is to thank you for that, because I have to say that that has helped me a great deal. Um, and I know I joked about the family putting their hands over their ears, but it wasn't like that at all. I just thought it was a little bit of humour. Um, but yeah, it, it has really been helpful during the lockdown. I mean, for the future, what do you think the gigs are going to look like? Yeah, that's a very good question. Well, I mean, let's make a, miss, a wish list um, and, and hopefully suggest that, um, you know, within the new year, um, that audiences are going to get bigger, um, that people will feel more safe about venturing out to venues that are, are COVID secure. Um, because I think until the fear factor of everything has lowered, I don't think many people will be engaging physically in, in these types of activities. And it's such a travesty because the benefits to singing um, and, and choral singing specifically far outweigh any kind of fear factor of, of um, a virus. So for me, it's been frustrating, of course, not being able to connect to people. But I think predominantly it's all about just giving the message to people that singing in a choir or singing to yourself at home in the shower um, has so many more benefits. And of course, the problem is with people who are feeling perhaps a little depressed, or, um, or unmotivational and all these things, we, we kind of self-destruct ourselves and, and don't do anything to help ourselves. Well, actually, all you need to do is just to start singing. And I promise within five or 10 minutes, whatever you're singing, you're going to feel a bit better. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a really good chance just to uh, promote any kind of mental health awareness with singing, really, because it really does help. I mean... I'm sitting here listening to you, and I quite agree with this, is that I'm looking at you as a counsellor for all these people. How does the counsellor get counselled? <laughs> That's a very good question. Well, um, I'm, I think there's definitely been times during this lockdown, I, I think we've all had them, where we've all had our many meltdowns uh, for one reason or the other. Um, but actually, someone asked me this not, not long ago, and, and actually the fact that I'm able to produce something that helps other people and from hearing their feedback actually helps me um, give the motivation to keep going for them, really, because... Um, it is hard sometimes for myself to keep motivational, especially when I'm just sat here, you know, 
in my own place. Um, but the good news is that I, I trained as an actor originally, so I can, not that I'm acting or lying to people, but I can actually put on um, and get myself into a particular mood. That just helps really. Um, and, and my delivery um, method is, like I say, not to be too serious. I always say, if you're too serious, you can't take a joke at yourself. You shouldn't laugh at anybody else. <laughs> so um, I always find that I put myself in a bit of a positive uh, motivation just before I do any recording because I know how it's going to be effective for people that need it. I, I read recently that, how can I put this, the traditional way of talking to people by phone, text, making comments on Facebook, that can actually have a negative effect, especially if you compare it to singing. Well, that's interesting. I, I'd have to read more about that. But I think um, what I can comment about that is the difference between texting or um, you know instant messaging and things like that. It's like you don't always get the general energy of that person and you don't generally get um, the intention behind what you're saying. Um, so nothing can really beat face-to-face -face or even ear-to-ear -ear, uh, conversations um, than text. Hmm. But what the theory of this piece that I read was that if you, if you text people or you ring people up and you're wanting to offload something, they can quite often steal and take over and you don't get the result from it. But when you're singing and we're all singing the same piece of music and we're all go in the same direction we work as a team and you feel great at the end of it and that's where it's doing a comparison between is singing better than t picking the phone up oh i understand what you're saying yeah definitely because there's a group achievement like you say um and after you finish singing and you've performed the song together it, it is a definite sense of community, uh, of achievement, um, and the buzz that you get from everybody um, once you finish that song is is amazing. Yeah, now, but it's now starting to run short of a bit of time, so to sort of wind down, could you tell us about? Are all you, tell me all about your choirs. Are they online, or can we get, can people join? Of course, yes. So um, if anyone is um, wanting to join a choir or do any online singing, um, it's quite simply, uh, you could you could email and I can put you in uh, touch with either one that is close to you or you can join one of mine, depending on where, where you live, what one might be easier. Um, and if you're interested to um, know a bit more or you would like to join a choir, then simply email findmeacquire at hotmail.com. That's findmeacquire at hotmail.com and um, you can get in touch with me and I can talk you through it um, or even tell you which online choirs are available to join. So what, what's next for Jay's choir? Well, of course, as you know, Christmas is coming up. So um, what I'm actually doing is I'm, I'm making an online virtual choir performance um, of a great song called Underneath the Tree, which was made famous by Kelly Clarkson. So uh, my aim for that, of course, is to bring as many people together. And actually, I'm going to be bringing a few choirs together to record. So we still have that sense of engagement with, with other communities. Um, and then, of course, make it into a music video and hopefully that will be uh, like towards the mid of December. And it will be a celebration of uh, people from the Liverpool city region and, and the boroughs around uh, that can get involved and, and like I say, become a bit of a, a community, a sense of engagement. That's good. But just let people know that at the end of the podcast, 
we'll have some of our credits and we'll, we'll mention that again on the credits if, we're, if they've missed writing that down. And they can also find support on other related podcasts of such things like mind.co. Sorry, beg your pardon, mind.org.uk, which is a mental support group. And the other things we want people to have a look at is arts campaigns such as Small Venues Recovering Fund, which is hashtag Save Our Venues. And there's another one of Save the Arts, which is hashtag Save the Arts. And of course, if people want to look up Doddy Day on their, on uh, YouTube, there's some good stuff on there for that. Now, Jay, before we go, you've chosen a piece of music to play us out with. Would you like to introduce it and tell us why you chose this piece? Well, I'll leave it for you to introduce, but I I chose it uh, because, first of all, classical music um, is known to lift uh, the vibrations of your uh, well-being. And it's quite uh, often said that um, classical music can help you relax the brain and um, and give you a lovely endorphins, like alpha frequencies. And so this piece is by Johann Strauss, um, and it's just fun, it's uplifting, um, and it's full of energy. And, and I think that's what sometimes we're missing whilst we're being this lockdown, just engaging with some fun music um, and enjoying enjoying the, the the bounciness of it. So this is a classical piece from Johann Strauss. Well, Jay, you nicely swerved my request there to pronounce the music which I have trouble with, which is Trish Trash Polka. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> I did it. Oh, thank you very much. I got it right. That was very good. Okay. I like it. Well, listen, a big thank you, Jay, for sharing your knowledge and your experience. And thank you all for taking the time to drop by. And you've been listening to Bobby Owens and our podcast is called Last Night, A DJ Saved My Mental Health. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, Jay. Thanks for having me. That was part of the It's About Time series. Last night, a DJ saved my mental health. Our host was Bobby, Bobby Owens. Research and contributions, Bobby Owens, Helen Ball and Paul Newton. Social media and marketing, Helen Ball. It was produced by Ashling Lyne. Our guest was choir director and musician, JP McWinnon. If you would like to get involved in one of the community choirs, email findmeachoir.com at hotmail.com. That's findmeachoir at hotmail.com. To get involved with an arts campaign, look up hashtag save our venues or hashtag save the arts. And remember, we are all living through unsettling times. If you feel yourself struggling, please know that you are not on your own. Contact mind.org.uk and listen out for more episodes of it's about time.